It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Gobert's Podcast presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. It's the Bet Parks Picks Pod. We're going to get some NBA yes. Finals talk, some NFL Futures talk, some Eagles talk prior. And Elliot, let me tell you, buddy, I'm really tired. <laughs> like, really, really, really. Like, yeah. I'm always tired now. So, I, know. I, I spoke to a sales guy and he had a really good way of phrasing. He said he had a buddy who did a morning show. And the buddy always said, because he would ask him, are you used to the schedule? And he'd be like, you never get used to the schedule. Yeah. You just get used to being tired. And it's the most apt, perfect description for my life now. But like, I'm not used to being as tired as I am But then I would argue if you're always tired, are you ever actually tired? Like if it's just your state of being, then it just is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're like still it, tired. But it's like saying, like, if you're always I get, happy. I get, what you're you know trying, what I, mean? I get what you're trying to do here. It, it yeah. doesn't work for this specific thing. So you're still tired. True. But yeah. if it's all you know. It, you, it's still tired, though. It's not like... I, it's, well, I guess you've experienced not tired before. Oh, yeah. I'm I've saying if my, from the second you were born, you were happy every second, then you it, is it truly happy? You know, because it's the only emotion you I know. I get your point, but yeah. yes, it is. It would be, because it's still the emotion. It's still a, a singular thing. You're still singularly tired. Whether right. you realize that is a... Pers- the perspective of that tiredness doesn't really That's what matter. I'm saying, right? You're, you're still tired. You're the emotion. You're, you're still tired. Yes. I get what you're going for, though. You know I mean? appreciate your attempt to get a deep yeah. thought in there. Yeah. I like. The- it's like saying, you know, <laughs> like you're going for. If you if you are you ever truly sad, if it's all you know, yeah, because you don't know what it's like to be happy. Yeah. As a Phillies fan, I guess that would be the. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> that would be the perfect. Uh, I don't want to talk about the Phillies. analogy right now for yeah. uh, Phillies and Sixers. I'm not talking about the Phillies. I don't yeah. want to. You don't have to talk about the Sixers. I don't want to talk about the Phillies. That's, that's that. Let me I tell you. Today, I, I think I don't know if it's because like the weather, or I don't know if it's because of uh, like the tweets that I'm seeing right now. I do feel like football is kind of back. Oh, dude. a little bit. You Bring know, it. I, I think for a few weeks we definitely went through a stretch of there was nothingness with the mm-hmm. Eagles. I feel like they're kind of getting back. Like I was looking at the depth chart yesterday, breaking down like you know different position battles, looking at the salary cap, thinking about things to watch, and. All things go to, to plan, which, you know, I think I'll be watching a practice. Oh! So I'm very excited about that. I'll be tracking, obviously. Um, but it'll just be fun to, like, see the team again, to 
there's always this feeling of when you actually see them out there of just a remembrance of, A, what a tough task they have ahead of them, but also just how much talent is on the roster, especially after spending all this time debating the Sixers, the Phillies, you know, the Keith Jones Flyers. There's It'll be exciting to actually see this this Eagles team out there. Yeah, man. it'll be exciting because as far as I'm concerned right now, there's only one team in Philadelphia, and it's the yes. Philadelphia Eagles. So it's nice to have them back because yeah. they're the only sports team that I care about right now. So that's good. Uh, other teams are experiencing what it's like when there's nothing with the Eagles. <laughs> and they're like, you know, maybe it's not as fun as we thought. Oh, Although God. we want Thank the attention the, the Eagles. Eagles get. Thank God Hopefully, the yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry. We're good. Granted, I believed in other teams. So you yes. believed in other teams. It's it's done us dirty. So. Yes. Maybe we should not be as positive as we are, but I can't help it. The Eagles are awesome, and I love them, and I can't wait for football. Well, it's just, you know, when you go down and the biggest question is, like, the safety rotation, which I do think is going to be interesting. Um, You know, the defensive tackle rotation, the running back rotation. But but on a a large scale, I mean, they're mostly set at a lot of things. Now, it'll be interesting to see who's down there. Number one, the Eagles have been releasing photos of practices, and Fletcher Cox is there. Which I, I think heard is a very popping his head in. He said, "Yeah, a very good sign." Well, I, like I think it. the fact that there are a lot of it seemed like there are a lot of players there, a lot of yeah. vets, like guys working out with her. It's all. Type I of, think every captain's there, but, and, and 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 that's the whole thing we talk about yeah. the culture, the hurt Sirianni thing. Like it matters. Like, yeah. these kinds of things matter, and these people show up matters, and like they do it because of what they've set there, because of the tone that's set. Like yep. those guys know that Jalen Hurts is going to be there, so like, well, I got to be there too. Yeah. Right. Or, well, but we talked about this too with Fletcher Cox, um, specifically, and how Fletcher is, I think, at a point in his career where who knows how much longer he's going to play. I still think he's a very good player, but he certainly is at point of his career where who knows how much longer he'll be he'll be playing, especially for the Eagles, but but in the NFL. And as part of that, he can really take Jalen Carter under his wing, you know, figuratively or literally, depending if you want to consider right? him That's an what Eagle. About. And he better take him under his wing and and you know help him develop. So yesterday the Eagles tweet out pitchers and uh, Fletcher Cox is there, and sure enough, the second pitcher is Jalen mm-hmm. Carter. And I think that's a very good sign for Jalen Carter's development. I, I do think it's interesting how Nolan Smith is seems, everywhere is the face of the it's Eagles Nolan rookie class. Smith you know? is every, it's like I feel like I see more Nolan Smith than anyone else on the Eagles yes. over the last week, um, two weeks, whatever. And I get it. Nolan Smith is amazing in front of a camera. He has a great personality. He already seems like extremely mature for a rookie. So I understand why you would put him out there. Jalen Carter, even if you remove all the off-the-field concerns, just is not very electric in front of a camera. He is more of a classic defensive tackle type of personality. So I could see that. But it is just interesting when your first pick, the guy who was considered maybe the best player in the draft, is kind of nowhere to be seen. And Nolan Smith is. He's at NFL Films. He's on the Chris Long pod. He's like, he's all over. So I think they've they've certainly decided, you know, Nolan Smith is going to be the one we pump up here. Well, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. from a, from he's much more, you know, he's polished. He's a great talker, all that type of stuff. It's like it's a good front I'm man just, for the class. I'm so in on him too. I know. I know we've said this before, but I think I think he's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm, I, I love him. I'm he's right there easily with the you, Georgia buddy. player I believe in the most. I will also say. They tweeted out some pictures of Jordan Davis, and he looks in good shape. No, yes, thank yeah. you. He looks in good thank shape. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, maybe he we should have all bailed on Jordan Davis after well, a, a down rookie season because he was injured. Oh, yeah. That's going to be terrible. We'll okay. see. We'll see. But I, it is, he looks like svelte almost. Yeah, now, good. it's just a few pictures. Who knows? I'm excited to see him hopefully in person this week. But, yeah, he looks like he's gotten in better shape. So, 
That that's obviously a good thing for the team. Thrilling stuff there. Yeah. All right, we're gonna get uh, to the NBA Finals and some football futures. Elliot found some fun football futures you can bet on I the Bet Parks app. It, it is fun to find all these different opportunities to make some money. So we'll get into that coming up. The Bet Parks picks pod in a minute, but first, real quick because. We will be doing a pod, uh, assuming that all goes as... We'll be doing a pod either way. Yeah. Assuming all goes as planned, Elliot will be able to watch practice sometime over the next couple of days here. Yes. We'll do a pod after it, whether it's the day of or the next day or whatever, probably coming your way related to that. So with that in mind, before we dive into the, the Bet Park stuff, um, what are you looking for, man? You're going to be back at practice. You're going to be at OTAs. Give me give me a few things that, that you know, mm-hmm. top of your list. Well, of course, I'm going to start attention. on the offensive side of the ball. Oh, what a it's where shot. my heart, it's where oh, my heart lays. It's, you know, the more important I, side you, of the do ball. Do you even know that def- defense it, is a part of football? Do you know there is a defense inside? It's the ball that yeah. matters. So, I'm surprised you need to start there. Don't you just stay well, there the whole time? <laughs> let me ask you this. What do you think is more important, the running back rotation or who's the number three receiver? <laughs> um... I guess the number three receiver. I think it's probably who the number three yeah. receiver is, right? Because with the running back, now they can rotate at receiver too. But I do think whoever ends up winning the number three receiver job is going to play, you know, 60% of the snaps or whatever. I, I don't think that it's going to be too much of a rotation. Um, so at the running back, we actually how they use it. But seeing what Quez looks like, um, I saw Quez briefly at the Jalen Hurts uh, press conference where he signed his contract. He looked like he had put on some muscle, which I think is a good thing. You don't want to lose his speed. But one thing you saw with Quez last year is he really got pushed off at the top of routes where people would just beat him to the ball and, and push him off his spot. So I think a little more muscle would be good for him. I'm curious to see. I would imagine when they line up uh, on you know Thursday or Friday or wherever that, uh, that it'll be AJ, Devontae, and Quez. I'd be very surprised if – and I cannot pronounce his name. Go for it. I simply cannot oh, do it. Z. Just want to call him. What's his first name? Well, it's Orlando, I believe, or something like OZ? that. OZ. That's not a great OZ, nickname. OZ, because there's his initials. Oz. Call him Oz. <sighs> Do we like that? I mean, and his last name's like Oz or whatever, so it like works. Oz. Oz. We're just gonna. Is that gonna be the official go? I don't know how to I say think his Oz name. Oz is kind of cool, but Oz I don't... is great. All right, so Oz we're officially for this pod at least. Go Birds yeah, community. Be, let us know what you think. That we're calling him yeah. Oz. It's a great nickname. So that's a good like. He's made the team and is making plays. <laughs> nicknames. Yeah. yeah. So, Look at Oz out there. You see that play Oz made? Yeah. yeah man. This is this is not good for the Elliot camp. He's a wizard. See what crowd. I did there? See what there I did. you go. So if it's going to be Quez or Oz, now Oz obviously in Atlanta. Did, did a lot of the things that, that Quez did, just did him kind of better. Speed guy. I know they really want speed in that in that role. And that is an interesting part of the DeAndre Hopkins thing where, you know, should they bring in DeAndre Hopkins? Should they not? First of all, it seems like there's no buzz that they even will. So it might not matter. But it's important when discussing well, the— Well, to be fair— the Howie Roseman very often he does move in no buzz and he'll just yeah, he does Gardner move Johnson, not a lot of buzz about that. I, you know? I do think the best argument for bringing in Hopkins is to keep him away from other teams. I so I get that, but I also just hate that argument in general. Yeah. It's like you can't run your team based on like trying to stop another team you're with from getting someone. I can see that, you know. But but look, I it's one of those things where I. I'd be fine with it. I'm not like anti it. I just also don't think they necessarily need it. There could be issues right. with spreading the ball around. And honestly, I'd rather them add another defensive player. Personally, I know you would not. But like I'm I'm fine either way. I'm not clamoring for it, but I'm also not like I'm I'm in the middle. There is the just DeAndre. a part of me that thinks with DeAndre. I am surprised how many probably fans overth- don't want them yeah, to do it. Yeah. I'm surprised. But there is a part of me with the Andre Hopkins discussion where it's overthinking maybe you're just, just overthinking go get DeAndre. It. You just bring in DeAndre. Well, here's my thing: if it's a one, if it's God a one forbid, year deal, yeah. do it. I'm in. I don't care. Well, I think why it not? would be a one year deal. I think so too, yeah. and that's why, like, sure, why yeah. not? Like, what's the downside here other than like 
you might not be Blowing able to get the, the ball room. to everybody. Yeah. Uh, it's, I think it's going to blow, blow up the locker room. No, I, think I don't really. really I think you got to meet with DeAndre and see like how committed is he to winning? Is this like he's signing a deal because he's like, I want to go in a Super Bowl. Like I want to. Yeah. You know, and then if it's that type of mentality, sure. If it's a, I want to go somewhere, get a bunch of catches, get another contract, then then. It's a different situation. I just can't imagine a guy that's averaged 10 targets over his career is going to be okay coming in here and getting... Like five. Three. Yeah. Three or four or whatever it is. It'd so, be more if it were him. They wouldn't just you move would Quez's targets to him. They'd no, more I agree. Targets. But then you're yeah. taking targets away from other people, Someone. which is, you know... And I also think there's a there's a serious debate to be had on of A.J. Brown, Devontae, and DeAndre Hopkins. I, mean, I think you, DeAndre's third. I think DeAndre's third. Yeah. So you're taking targets away from better receivers. And Goddard, you know, he's a tight end, but he's obviously an elite receiving tight end. So, yeah, I think the DeAndre thing is mostly, it reminds me of the Odell Beckham argument last year where it was just bring him in because you're a really good team and what if I mean, someone gets injured? And he's way better than Beckham. Yeah. I agree. But I think the, the benefit of DeAndre would be if AJ or Devontae goes down, That's he the can biggest step thing in. For me you know, one that, of them, yeah. God forbid, tears his, AC, tears his ACL. It, it gives or, you some, some room there. A legit, a legit yeah, replacement yeah, yeah. for him. So anyway, so that's part of the DeAndre thing is does he have the speed they want in that role? But so Quez and, and OZ, I'm I'm getting down with the OZ Love nickname. Uh, or Oz, I guess. That'll be one thing I'm looking for. I also will be interested to see the running back rotation. I do think in, in OTAs especially, I doubt they'll do any 11 on 11. I'd be surprised, but who knows? Maybe they will. And I think that that won't completely give us the, the full picture, but... You know, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, Boston Scott's the first one up. He yeah. knows the offense. He's, He's been here for yeah, a few years. Um, but, you know, who goes first? Is it Swift? Is it Penny? I think that'll be somewhat telling. Like, one of them has to go first. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're just going to roll a dice and figure out, you know, if Brock Lewis is a shoot, who gets to go up. So is Swift, you know, are they throwing him the ball? Is this Penny get targeted in the passing game? If they do run 11-on-11 11 11, or a 7-on-7, because, you know, running backs there too, it'll be interesting to see how, how they're used in those spots. So the running back thing for me... Where where are you at on Jergens? So that was going to be my question. You know, if you didn't get to it in your five, yeah. Look, I, so it, it's interesting that they've you know talked about lining Steen up there. Yep. Um. Obviously, I think that's some when he was drafted, they were like probably going to be a guard more than a tackle, even though he played tackle at Alabama. Um. I, look, I think it's interesting. We've had a lot. Of, I, I'm. I don't know. Like I haven't. I, I think I've gone along the route that I think Jurgens is athletic and talented enough to play guard. But there are a lot of smart people mm-hmm. who say he's not big enough. Who don't think that he well, can handle that spot. So, did you see the Brian Baldinger thing? Well, I know Baldy has long said that. Ray Dinger says well, no, 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 no. he. I guess he said. Ike Ike told me this when I was on their their show yesterday. I guess Baldinger said in a video that Lane might want to play. Lane prefers to play with a bigger guard next. Well, yeah, to him. that's what. But and and Kelsey too apparently on yeah. that side. So yeah, I mean, ultimately, if Lane and Kelsey want someone other than Jurgens in there, it's going to be someone else. It'll be someone else. Yeah, but so, it's a but little it, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's a little concerning. Yeah, yeah, like we know how important the line is, and look, you would think they have two dudes who are talented and athletic. You know, one of them mm-hmm. can figure it out. And look, Driscoll's still there too. He's played guard. It's not like you know, right? I think he's capable. There so now he will get reps. The good thing, and we remember how that rep went last year when he went against Jordan Davis in that video where he got pushed back. Oh, Jer- yeah, Jergens, yeah. yeah. But but he will get reps against bigger defensive tackles. Yeah. Jordan Davis, obviously, a bigger tackle. Fletcher Cox, a big tackle. Um, Jalen Carter, pretty big tackle. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. So ultimately, he will get those reps. They'll against, know. Yeah, they'll know in practice, but. The tough thing is if it's not Jurgens, like we can say Tyler Steen, but He's Tyler Steen has never played in the NFL yes. and also played uh, tackle. Played tackle. Yeah. So I don't think it'll be Tyler Steen. I think certainly like you he could get there, but you're saying like you know, week one snap yeah. one. I and I be, know Stalin's there and you 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 right. trust him to get people ready, but I agree with you. That's a that's an ask. I would be surprised if 
week one, snap one, it's not Jergens. I think the bigger the bigger question is week four, week five, does he hold on to the job? But I do think it also speaks to they need to add a veteran at that spot. I really think they need a veteran tackle. I know you have Driscoll there who can who can do it in spots, but Driscoll's not someone you want starting eleven games if Jergens can't get it done, especially if this is a team that expects to be playing big playoff games. So with the money they have left and this ties back into the DeAndre thing, you could definitely make an argument spending for a good backup offensive ta- offensive lineman helps this team more than DeAndre Hopkins. Or trading one where you acquire salary cap space, whether you trade like a fourth or a fifth for a, a starting guard that's going to be a backup here. That is one thing. Now, it's going to be tough in these OTAs to see how Jurgens actually does. You know, Again, they're not going to well, be tackling. size is the yeah, issue. Yeah, and they're not going to be tackling. But that is probably... On the team in general, I think Jurgens is the biggest question on the whole team. Because yeah. he plays a critically important spot. Mm-hmm. He plays on the more important side of the ball. And he's completely we've never, unproven. And we've never seen him. And we've yeah. never seen him. Like on defense, N'Kobe certainly has a role. The safety thing, which we'll get into. But, uh, and yeah, all that. this is more important. I yeah. agree. Yep. I think it's a really good point. Um, you ready for the next one? Yeah, I've been ready. Uh, safety. So... When they drafted Sidney Brown, I didn't think he was someone that was going to have a chance to come in and start. It would not surprise me if week one, week one, snap one, he is the starter. It'll be him, Blankenship, and Edmonds competing for it. just said the exact same thing yeah. on the morning show with us. He said he thinks he's going to be the starter. I think he one. will. I think they really like a lot about his game. I think they like him in man coverage a lot more than probably they like Blankenship or Terrell Edmonds. Um, and if they think he has the speed and football smart to play like single high or two deep safety... Then I think that's it. Like I, you can make the argument he's the most athletically gifted safety on the roster right now. Uh, Terrell Edmonds deserves a ton of like praise is not the right word, but I think he deserves a benefit of the doubt since he started a lot of games for a good Pittsburgh team. So he is like a very solid option that they've added. But Sidney Brown will be able to come in, I think, athletically and be the best one there. Reed Blankenship, solid guy. I'll be interested to see him develop, but I don't think. He's not. He's just not the athlete that Sidney Brown is. Sidney Brown was the most athletic safety in this draft. Um, Reed Blankenship went undrafted, so Sidney Brown will have to prove it. Much like Tyler Steen, rookie, week one start, one snap, one. You know, you can debate if you want him out there, but I am definitely higher on Sidney Brown than I used to be. Yeah, no, I'm really excited about the Sidney Brown thing. It seems like, look, if they can get real production from him in that spot, I mean, it really helps a lot of issues with this team now and kind of moving into the future at that position. Yeah. So. Um, like a young, a young cost control guy who starts for you as a rookie and can play for you moving forward. That I mean, that'd be massive. So the final one is, of course, the guy we have the bet about, Nicobe. Oh, buddy, Nicobe. Yes. I mean, Nicobe has to be out there with the starters, right? Uh, absolutely. Like who? Who even else would be? Yeah, who would be out there? Morrow, I guess. Right? Morrow would be. Yeah, an option. but I don't know about that. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's the, all these guys they sign. These guys who get are injury guys. The, the one was a safety. I'm pulling out the depth chart so we can Evans look at all the was one of them, again. right? He was a safety, Evan, I think. Well, the, at the no, he yeah, safety, yeah, safety, yeah. So um, Morrow was the linebacker. So Nicobe, Morrow, Sean Bradley, who at this point Spec, I feel like might not make Spec the team. Teams guy at best. Yeah. yeah, Christian Ellis, I think is a good oh, yeah. make the roster. The and then there's special still team Davion. Davion Taylor still here. Wow, they but are, it really is wait, just... You know what? You're <laughs> kind of like didn't... Because they have I'm nobody. So, it's Nicobe and I'm nobody so else. Because I'm so excited about Nicobe, I've kind of just 
not paid attention to that. Right. That is wild. They have no one at linebacker. It is the weakest spot on the team. By far. But, but I think you're okay with it being the weakest spot. Yeah, if you had was, to pick one spot. I think it's by design. Yeah, obviously. no, agreed. In terms yeah. of how they allocate resources. But they really have to be I, I all in on the I just realize how shallow it is. Like, and look, I think Nicobe's going to be great and all that. But, like, you still need two linebackers at times. Yeah. Now, now, Nicholas Moreau has played a lot. Sure. He's played but a lot in the NFL. You know, I'm need, just saying. You need two linebackers, A. And yeah. be like, I love Nicobe. I think he's going to be great. But... There's the chance he's it's not completely alive. unproven, and also could get hurt. Like yep. there's like a lot of yeah. you're just going in with a really, and again by design, but like they are really there's a, that is thin at linebacker. So I think they have zero. Just seeing who's there will be important. Like yeah. who are they lining up? I, I think that's a fascinating one to me. I mean, think about this: Nicobe played almost not at all last year. Nicholas Moreau's never played for the team. Sean Bradley's never played. Christian Ellis has never played. Davion's pretty much never played. He's played a little bit, yeah, but, but not, not like yeah. And then some guy named Ben Van Summeren. Who I guess was an unrestricted free wow, agent. Wow, dude. So it's basically just Nakobe, <laughs> which helps your bet. <laughs> I was just but, about to say. But I, I think, a, I think I that also increases the chance they bring somebody in. Yeah, I think they might have to. All right, that's fascinating. Fascinating stuff. All right, we're going to get to some gambling stuff. First, download the Bet Parks Sportsbook. You know what? That's why we're here. Especially for the we're NBA talking. Finals. Especially for the NBA Finals. We're going to get into it a lot. If you, in about two minutes from now, if you are someone who hates Nikola Jokic, Get ready. Uh, yeah. Because Elliot will bring it for you. I'm yeah. going to fight him, but Elliot's going to, to bring you the Jokic hate you need coming up in just a minute. It's killing his soul Yeah, if Jokic just... is in the finals. If you're asking me. Now, the odds are not good. We'll go through the yeah. odds because, you know, I think the Nuggets are going to win the finals, but the odds are pretty ridiculous. They are the pretty ridiculous. The Heat have been pretty yeah. underrated. Yeah, the odds for the Nuggets to sweep are, like, not far off from the Nuggets. It is crazy. We'll get into the, that. That's coming yeah. up, plus some really fun um, future bets that Elliot found. On the, and that's the one thing about the Bet Park Sportsbook app. is like, you can do all the normal stuff, right? You can bet on games as it happens. You can bet on player performances, home runs, strikeouts, and baseball, points, rebounds, all that stuff. There's also these fun future bets and all kinds of ways that you can make the app work for you. It's intuitive. It's easy to use. It's fun. And you can win some freaking money. Nothing better. Which is a beautiful well, thing. Also having a fun bet that you might win and not yeah, exactly. win. Exactly. That's also what we do. I mean, I'm yeah. telling people you can win money. We We just, don't. We don't. But that's okay. But, but we still love it. That's yeah, a beautiful exactly. thing because I feel like I'm paying $5 to have a blast watching a game. It's like buying a cheap ticket to the game. It's exactly right. Yeah. And, and a rooting interest. It's yeah, even more like mean. buying a ticket and a rooting interest. It's a beautiful thing. And here's the deal. You bet your first bet is $10. If you win your bet, you get $125 wow. in bonus back. It is an amazing bet. Sports bets and winning bets together. It is a beautiful thing. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, or Ohio. Gambling problem. Call one Andrew Gambler. All right. All right. All right. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
So they have this all thing. Right, all right, all I was right. looking at the NFL. <laughs> I was looking at the NFL future odds. Yes. And they had this thing called NFL Championship Winner Specials. So I clicked Love on this. it. And they have a category I think is kind of interesting. State you can bet on the state of the NFL championship winner. I love this. All right, so, so so I think you should try to guess the states in order. Oh wow! So Do I love ge- this? Little geography, this little is, football. Could, yeah. Okay, so it's it's interesting because like it's you're weighing the highest end. Like I'll just, say this. Oh wait, never mind. So I'll, here's so here's where I'm going. So it's interesting because it's like like we know the Kansas City Chiefs have the best odds win the Super Bowl this year, right? right. Only team in that state. But they're the right? only team. Yes. Right. So like versus a state like. Maybe Florida, let's say, for example, has multiple teams, but right. I don't think any of those teams— Pennsylvania, have, multiple teams. Pennsylvania has a couple teams. Um, so this is a really, really interesting one. I'm very intrigued by this. Um, just off the cuff, as I think about it out loud— This is going to be a good geography thing for this you. This is very—I'm not great at geography. I'm not New either. New York has multiple teams, one of them high. I'm thinking of the teams that are at the top and then trying to think of other teams in the States and whether that would make them right. jump Kansas City. So my guess is... Well, I'll give you one hit. My guess, the top one is either Kansas Kansas, or is it Missouri, I guess? because it's Kansas Missouri City. is not even listed Okay, in the so top they're point. in Kansas. I wasn't sure if the same is in Kansas or Missouri. You know, Kansas no, no, City I'm is saying both. the Kansas City Chiefs are not in the top... What? Like, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, oh, six. Oh, wow. So. so they're going more by Unless amount of in... teams then? So it's California first. California is second. Second. Is Pennsylvania first? No. No, it's... Florida? Now, now I think about this, might be a little unfair Texas? to you. Texas? Do you want me to just tell you the first one? It's not Texas. It's not California. It's not PA. Okay, go ahead. So they have New York, New Jersey. Uh, I mean, okay. So, but that's I think I said, that's fair because yeah, they're the New the York teams. And then they get the Jets, you get the Bills, Giants, the Jets, and yeah, the Giants. That's fine. So, I would have had them higher, but not quite that high. So you okay. want to guess what the odds are? So if we know that it's like plus, so the best of those, I think the Bills are like what plus nine hundred or something like that for just themselves. I believe because so. obviously it has to be me, better yeah. than that, right? Yes. That's the way I'm trying to look. You're getting at this. multiple teams, and I think the Jets like plus twelve hundred. I would guess like plus six hundred. Oh yeah, I thought you were gonna say it. Plus four fifty. Ah, but that's not a bad bet because you get. Well, you get three, t- you get two teams, and then look, the Giants are probably Giants are not winning the Super Bowl. I, they're not winning the Super Bowl, and I don't think the Bills, but they could potentially the be a are, playoff team. But they could, I guess. I think the Jets and Bills are definitely. Well, I think the Bills, I'll take that back. Bills are definitely making the playoffs. Yeah, the Jets, I think, are seventy percent making the playoffs. Mm. That's probably high. You're right, sixty-five percent. Yeah, something. like And that. the Giants are probably like thirty percent. Yeah, something like that. All right, so number one, New York, New Jersey. So number plus two is California. California like plus, plus five, plus six fifty. Okay, oh, but you really only get one team there, right? You get the Chargers too. I know. Oh, they have a, good point. Yeah, they could take a leap. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Ohio. And you get one. the Rams too, so you know, big chance there. Right. Well, uh, and you also get the. Oh no, you don't get the Raiders. Never no, not anymore. Not anymore. I know they're not. Yeah. Um. All right. What was the other one? Ohio. Oh yeah, because you get the Bengals, the Bengals and, the and the Browns. Who's the Browns are not going to win the Super Bowl. No, but the, but Bengals, the Bengals have a legit shot. So PA should be above Ohio. So I'd opinion. be curious. Why so, is not PA above Ohio? Because you should I look like up, the Steelers the more than the Browns, open? and I like the Eagles, obviously, more than the— You or, should look up what the Bengals' odds are by themselves. Okay, hold on. Because hold on. Ohio is plus 675. I think the Bengals are like plus 1,000 or something I'd be like curious to see how much getting the Browns helps you. That's my point. Like I don't. So I don't know if these are great bets. Well, no, <laughs> so but I think they through. might be in the way that—look it up. Although I guess your point, I think My the Bengals. That I no, think, no, I think the Bengals are way, way lower than plus six seventy five to win the Super Bowl. That's my point. I'm saying I'd rather just. No, bet I mean the like Bengals. I think they're like plus three hundred or whatever. What? No, that no would make way, no sense. dude. Yeah, no, because right. the Kansas City's tops and they're like in the plus five range. Or are plus they really? Six. I okay. think so. Here, let me pull it up. Hold on. The other one's surprising on this too. 
You'll, I think you'll yeah. definitely be surprised. So these are fun. I don't know if I would make these bets, is my point. Well, but I think what we should have done is pulled up to future odds. Well, yeah, so, that's what, yeah, that's yeah, that's what you're doing now. I'm getting there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I will say right now on the app, football is a little buried because it's not I, Well, that's not the problem. The I had to, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. All right, here we go. Dude, they have CFL futures. That's I know. All right, so yeah, so Kansas City's plus 650 to win it all. Okay, so what are the Bengals? So the Bengals are plus 900. So my point is, like, why not just bet the Bengals are plus 900 rather than— Because you're not getting— yeah. The Browns aren't winning the freaking right, Super are, Bowl. what are the Bills and the Jets? So the Bills are plus 900, and the Jets are plus 1,600. Just so bet the Bills. Four, yeah. <laughs> you right. know? I just— I, All right. I like the heart of what these ones are. I don't think I would bet them. Well, I think I'd just it, bet you, the It's team about like. finding a state where you think you have multiple exactly. ones. Well, that's why I think California is a better one, just because at least, like, like, could I see the Chargers? I, I, I just— Maybe. Know. You know? All right. PA is plus 675. See, I like that. I mean, but it's I'd rather bet the Eagles, but like the Steelers aren't winning the Super Bowl. Steelers I like the Steelers. Aren't the Super Bowl, That's yeah. the problem with this. It's like the going into it, and we could be wrong, but going into it, we feel like there's like six teams, right. seven teams that can win the Super Bowl, unless you're just kind of like losing odds on those teams so Florida, to add like teams that aren't going to win the Super Bowl. So, all right. Here might, here might be one. What's Flo- What are the Jaguars and the, uh, the Dolphins? Because Florida's plus 1,100. And I think the Dolphins and the Jaguars are two teams you could maybe. So the Dolphins are plus twenty five hundred, and the Jaguars are plus twenty four hundred. Like just bet. I don't, do you get better odds? Like if you put like five bucks on each. I was gonna say parlay, but no. You but can't hold up. Parlay. Like let's say you put five bucks on each. So like, or let's make it ten to make it easy. So ten is plus twenty four hundred. You get two forty back. Ten plus twenty five hundred. You get two fifty back. If you bet twenty on plus eleven hundred. You get to so you should just bet like each of them instead right. of it okay. doesn't give you enough value. Any other state is plus one fifty. So they're pretty much telling you. Well, you get no. Kansas City plus all the other teams that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is not the Maryland best. plus seventeen hundred. Who's in Maryland? Oh, Washington. Washington? Or no, no uh, aren't they Baltimore? Techni- yeah, but oh, duh, the Ravens. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, but is, aren't isn't uh, Washington Stadium technically in Maryland? So do I don't know how them? they would do that. Yeah, that's no, weird. but I think their stadium's actually technically in Virginia. Oh, is it Virginia? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought it was Maryland. No, yeah, it's in it's in Virginia. It was Landover, sure. Maryland. Isn't that right? It sounds. I right. I thought it was Landover, Virginia. It might be Landover, Virginia. I mean, I've driven there like eighteen hundred times. The time. Yeah, you should. I've never been there. Yeah, it's in Maryland. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like I think like shout out to me. That's a big one. But I think it's right like there. right on the Virginia border. Maybe I'm sure it is. I don't know. This is not good for the. No, I don't think it's anywhere near Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not in Virginia. That's great. I really enjoyed that. Thank Fair you. enough. Maybe they practice in Virginia. I don't they know. They probably do. I appreciate it. All right, then. So the last one for this was the uh, the winning conference. AFC minus 150, NFC plus 123. So not really great odds on that. Well, either. especially, honestly. But this is the one to bet you if you're going to you're gonna win money. If you're betting to win money, this is Bet the AFC to win the Super Bowl. Because it's either the Eagles or no one in the NFC. Like well, no one else. Not... In the, no, someone else might go to the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I don't trust any team in the NFC. And again, things change. Seasons change. The teams... Niners would be the team just in the way that yeah, I guess the if Niners Trey could, Lance yeah. pops off. Yeah, you're right. You know. Or Brock Purdy is actually good. Right. But the AFC would be the better bet, which is why they're minus one fifty, which is not great odds. All right, so, and then they have all the like winning. That. They have all the winning division odds. Right. Like yeah, I like this. how you stalled for like fifteen minutes just so you didn't have to talk about the NBA finals. 
Because no one wants to talk about the NBA Finals. This whole thing, I'm getting, <laughs> I tweeted that this is the worst case scenario for the NBA, Miami, Denver. And it is. No one cares about these teams. And I hate all the responses of like, well, like, you know, watching Denver play basketball is so fun. It's magical. Blah, blah, blah. It's beautiful. Well, then why were they 27th in the league in away attendance? Why is Jokic's jersey <laughs> not even in the top 10 of sales, right? It, like, we, it's fine. You, we can all just say we're going to watch it anyway because it's the finals. But this idea that people are excited to see Denver, Miami, I would much rather see LA, Boston. I would much rather see, obviously, Philadelphia in there. I think there's so many other better matchups they could have had. Denver, Miami, A, is going to be boring because they're probably just going to sweep them or beat them in five or whatever. Miami is a fine team. Denver is boring to watch, in my opinion. Who wants to watch Nikola Jokic for He's like, like the most beautiful offensive oh player my God, of the generation? I can't. I can't. No I, can't I can't. I I can't live in a world where they win the title. And I know they're going to. I know they are. They might not. Honestly, I thought they were going. Like, I still, I think they're going to win. I would not bet on these odds, by the way. The, the Nuggets, by the way, are minus 385. I mean, the best two players in the, the series. Heat plus 300. Bet on the Heat if you're going to bet on it. They keep proving teams wrong. Yes, like, I agree with that. Like, in the Nuggets, to Elliot's point, the Nuggets are far from a juggernaut. There was no great team in the NBA this year. It is, is Well, here's I what tweeted I w- this today to you. They, they've, I don't think, uh, let me grab the, the, the tweet. Or I texted tweeted it to me. To oh, text. I texted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, about the uh, the yeah. opponents. So the that? Nuggets. Here it is. Um, it's like a seven seed, a six seed, an eight seed, and wow, eight we texted seed or a lot more is. than I thought this morning. Hold on. Um, well, the Nuggets it- are the fourth team to reach the finals and never face a team with a win percentage of five fifty or above in the postseason. Mm-hmm. The other three teams to do it were all in the nineteen fifties. Now, to be fair, like the, the that Lakers team coast like started bad gotten them like we all thought that Lakers team was solid by the yeah. time the Nuggets played them like to be fair I'm but- just saying they they've played four teams in the postseason three of them were in the play-in tournament Mm-hmm. So that like they're not a great team. Number one, there's no but, great team, and I can only imagine if Embiid ever got that luck on the way to the postseason. Oh, Just maybe, maybe if Embiid, Embiid actually ever got if the Embiid luck. actually showed up like Jokic did. And like, well, you the know, nice thing is for Jokic and... is he has Jamal Murray. So yeah. you could argue the the, the <laughs> Nuggets. Well, I only think it's an argument. The Nuggets have the best two players He's in the series. Beautiful offense, but I know well, Butler's great. I don't, I, I don't think I, Butler is that great. I I like the idea of. Long-suffering fan bases winning titles. The Nuggets have been around since the 70s. I don't even think they're long-suffering, seven, though. This, they've been around for 50 but, but years. Like, but, hold up, but, hold but, up. Do I, we talk about Sixers fans being long-suffering? No, no, but, no. Do we? Yes, but no. It's been longer. They've no, never I know, won a but title. This is the point I'm making is I, I can't get down with a long-suffering fan base that consists of, like, you know, 30,000 people. Like, these these well, are not these games. are not massive fan bases, right? Like, well, now, you know? Buffalo. What, 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 what do you think? What do you, the, they, the, they don't even show their games on cable in Denver. Uh, what do you mean? Like there, there's like a strike or something happening where like Nuggets games as of a year ago were literally not on TV in Denver. Well, I'm sure they figured that out. Well, I'm just then. saying. Yeah. Can you well, imagine a, a world strike. where Sixers games yeah, were? Un- if, if people went on strike, not a strike. It was like a uh, strike's not the right word because it wasn't. Uh, workers. It was like a, a battle between. Look, they've never won a title. I'm rooting for them. The but Heat I'm just have saying, won a title. Like, I agree with you on rooting for long-suffering fan bases, but I think I would constitute those as like. Buffalo as a legit long-suffering fan base. I just think you're demeaning Denver Nuggets fans. Maybe it's because I am demeaning Denver. Yeah, it's maybe it's not as big a fan base, but those fans that have been fans for a long time, they spent their entire lives watching this team and never winning. Like I feel just a small group. That's what I'm saying. I think you could argue Miami might have a well. I don't know about that. It would be tough to decide which fan base is smaller between Miami and Denver, but I think it's, I think it's probably Denver. I don't know. I mean, Denver's small. It's a, I mean, like comparatively as a sports city, it is not right. as so, massive so, as sports city. But Kyle regardless, Pag- Kyle Pagan, one I, b- I believe that's how you pronounce. It. Kyle Pagan did a video where he went around Denver 
and asked people who won the MVP last year. Mm -hmm. And he like he asked I don't know how many people he asked, but no one knew. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm, I'm, but again, there are Nuggets fans. Yeah, there are and for and sure. They've been suffering. There and are. They've never won, so I'm happy for those people. I mean, they definitely are suffering. I'll tell you that. Uh, having Jokic as their best well, player. We live in Denver. It is certainly Denver's not an exciting time. Today, so. Denver, Denver's great. Yeah. I, I will say when I hey, went Jokic there, Jokic is awesome. I, just, I know you hate him, but he's a two-time MVP who he should is only be in one-time the NBA MVP. Finals. Yeah, because he played easy teams. He did. He yeah, played easy the teams on the way he's there. He earned it. I mean, he earned the one seed. You know what Joel Embiid's never done? Winning the freaking second round. Like I, I agree with that. Like, he has he, not. It's one of those things where like we're a hand up pod. Like yeah, he's I never have, been out the second I've round. Long was on your side. Embiid's better. Embiid's right. better. Embiid. Like we've reached the point where I look foolish saying that. So I put my hand so up I, and I, I said I've, I've not I put said my that, hand yeah. up and I said I was wrong. I, I I think the Sixers are better than the Nuggets. Oh God! So right. so at the end of the day, I think all the teams that the the Nuggets beat, I think the Sixers would have beat. Other, the Suns would be the only one that you would think oh, maybe, my God. The but they would have beaten just... the Lakers. They oh, definitely would have beaten the Timberwolves. They're a bunch of losers, the Sixers. I don't know about that. I, well, I think that evidence suggests. Well, but I'm saying, you know, like Jason uh-huh. Tatum was uh-huh. a winner. Now he's a loser. Uh-huh. Jimmy Butler's a loser for a well, while. Jimmy's now a he's a winner. I don't think he's that much of a winner. Like, mm-hmm. Caleb Martin goes off in Game 7. Game 7 looked a lot like the Sixers-Celtics series, except for the fact that event like the Celtics shot 0 from 14 or whatever to start the game from 3. I'm just saying the NBA season <laughs> The NBA season is basically over. Outside of betting, it's the only reason this is, this is exciting to watch. I, you want to talk about how we say all the time about how betting adds to the game? I cannot imagine watching these games without betting. <laughs> I can't imagine it. I don't know what else you would have to be doing with your life to say, I'm going to sit down and watch Denver-Miami and not bet on the game. And I'm not just saying this, it's the Parks pod. Like, what is the incentive to watch this game? Unless you're going to watch it and make fun of it on Twitter with your well, friends. Well, you know, watch one of the great offensive players of all time oh, do his thing in the finals. I just you know, like, no big deal. You couldn't... Maybe the the if Nikola Jokic was great playing, players if, if Nikola Jokic was playing at that playground at like 19th and Washington, I wouldn't even walk down the street to watch him play. <laughs> <laughs> if you text me and said you'll never guess no what, Jokic is playing basketball no in South Philly at Best a passing big man in the history of the oh, game. That'd be so no fun to watch. Deal. Just watching no him at, at, at 19th and Washington, like no oh look deal. at this rebound he grabbed. Yeah, what a what? pass that was. Uh, passes are sweet, man. I love watching. Passing the easiest skill in the game, though. It's not. What what's an easier skill? Maybe why can't Joel maybe do rebound? it? Then? Yeah, he's not good at it. Uh-huh. I agree. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's not good at it, but he's he's better at the harder things. <laughs> he is. All right, enough. I'm done with the NBA talk. So you're gonna bet? Uh, you're gonna I, bet. I'm I'm not gonna bet it. But if I were, I bet the Heat because that's silly. Three sixty five. But I'm not gonna bet it because I have think you the looked Nuggets at MVP the odds. Yeah, they're basically Jokic or Butler. You think someone else gonna win it? I mean. I think they'll just give it to to one of those. Jamal yeah. Murray is certainly an it's interesting plus a thousand. one. I mean, those are good. Jamal odds. Murray's a good one. I mean, he did carry the team to the the finals, so you could see yeah, if eventually because he was having triple doubles every night. Yeah, well, Jamal or Murray averaged thirty five points right. in the I'm Western done Conference Finals. About this. this is this is. Um, I've, I've had more Jokic arguments with you over the last month than I ever want to have for the rest of my life. I agree. Anyway. I can't believe how much we're talking about. I, Jokic. I know it's because you get me so frustrated with it. Yeah. Well, it's because you know I got like a thousand final thoughts. Why don't we get there? I have a really good final. I thought. have a bunch. I, I think you actually might disagree with because it's concert related. Oh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to disagree. I don't know, though. I have like so many, but I'm going to I'm off to pick one. You go ahead and I'll figure mine out. So me and Kristen went to see Blink-182 this past week Mm -hmm. on Sunday. Um, Very fun time. It was on a concert on the beach, which, you know, was a fun time, but it's a long time to be standing on sand. But whatever. So here's my takeaway. It was a bunch of different bands, too. Also, you know Phantom Planet? No. They sing the uh, song from the OC theme, California. Oh, I know that. Yeah. Sure. Also, California. do you know Jason Lipschwitz or whatever his name is? The um, actor was in that band. 
I did not know that. Yeah. So wow. a little fun little fact for well, you. This is a great but, fact. So anyway, so both Phantom Planet did it and Blink-182 did it. Here's the thing, bands. Here's what I have to tell you. If I'm paying money to come see you in concert, I'm not paying to listen to other people sing your lyrics. Sing the best parts of the song. I hate when people, when they're Oh, like, I couldn't disagree with you more. Like, I hate I when it's like- I love a crowd singing a song. I, no, no, It is well, such a cool clear, moment. I am fine with the crowd singing along, and I am fine with like- Maybe certain parts. Oh, I like when but they hold the, the main, mic. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh, not I love the main that. Well, parts. that's the part that everyone knows. That's why well, they do it. Everyone knows all the words. But not I mean, all the words. But like, I just think like this I whole don't know Blink so like, But I probably know like their most famous chorus. I, I'm so excited to see Phantom Planet sing California. I'm like all ready to go. Here comes the moment. Like, and he just like the crowd does it. And I'm like, well, I could do this at a bar. Well, he should do it. He should he does do it, it sometimes. I'm yeah. just saying. Oh, I think that's great. I, I don't like when they do it because I'm not. I'm there to see them sing. I'm not there to see the crowd sing. I, if I wanted to listen, oh, to everyone yell experience. all the, the small things. I would just put it on, on in a phone. bar. Yeah, I, it's not like I, I just like you it's know. Blink One Eight Two. It's like the drums it. are going. It's like uh, and it's like all the and it's like small things. It's like no, 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 no. I love just, that. No, no. I, I just just sing the lyrics. Sing the lyrics. Strong whole. I don't. I don't like it. I get like we all know everyone knows the lyrics. I'm here to yeah. see you I sing. feel like literally everything you've ever said about concerts, I disagree yeah. with. Well, it's also, I will say this about Blink-182. Short, sweet. It was like, you know, it was probably like 75 minutes, 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> Didn't it was need... part of a festival. Of yeah, course yeah, you're not so, going to. No yeah, one does it was 9.30 to 11-ish. Mm. Okay. So it was good. But that was my, that's my concert take is I'd prefer if the band just sung the lyrics I'm paying to see them sing. <laughs> Call me old fashioned. Call me crazy. Oh, if I wanted to listen to the audience sing, I would go to a bar. Welcome or I would say to the person next yeah. to me, Will you sing all the small things? <laughs> That's not why I'm there. I am there to hear this band sing a song that I love. <laughs> okay. You like that? I, I don't know. I definitely didn't like it. I but think I people like, will be on my side on this. I, look, I think there I think there'll be people on your side. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh first quick Zoeism. Pretty funny. Emily and nice. I were watching the new Ghostbusters. Uh, a new Ghostbusters? Yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife. It was fine. It wasn't good. Is this like an adult movie or a kid movie? No, it's a Ghostbusters. Okay. It's like the new, it's like a next generation I'm thinking like a cartoon with Zoe or something. Like it's like no, a no, real no, life like a, She wasn't okay, watching. Yeah. So she's on her I tablet. I didn't know this was a Emily and I are watching it and she's like, she, she asks like, what are you guys watching? We're like, Ghostbusters. She's like, okay. And a few minutes later, we're sitting there she takes her headphones off and she goes, Daddy, did they bust the ghosts? <laughs> I'm dying. So anyway, that was good. Did they bust the ghosts? They did. Not to spoil it. Oh, they busted them. Have you watched the succession finale? So that was going to be my, my, one of my, I'll go with that one. So, okay. all right. Uh, we won't do any spoilers, so don't worry if you haven't watched it or whatever, but just general mm-hmm. thoughts about it. Mine? Have you watched it? I've watched both, it. Okay, so let's both give our thoughts. Okay. I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was so great. I thought, it was, I thought they totally landed the plane. Yeah, I, I agree. It was almost perfect. Yeah, it was, it was, in it fact, was I would say it probably is perfect. So true yeah. to the characters, the yep. show it felt authentic. It felt like how I this agree. should end. It felt like the whole, all the stuff that's not done. serious. It was yep. so, it was so well done. It was, it was, it was. I'm so happy we're on the same I actually wondered, this. thinking this going into it, so after the Game of Thrones finale was disaster. Disastrous. Yeah. I still thought the final season was good, but whatever. People did not like the finale. People did. People, and, mo- and for what it's worth, most people did not like the final season. Agreed, yes. Yeah. I, I do. I thought there were parts that were good. I just thought they rushed it. It felt so, like it should have been two seasons. I, I don't think this is a spoiler for Succession, but I do wonder if Game of Thrones trying to go so outside the box made Succession kind of say, you know what, let's just let's keep this true with the show. Let's not like try to do something wild. So I... I don't think it's specifically like that. I do think that Succession very clearly knew that they wanted to end it short. Like they yeah. weren't going to, you know, 
uh, let this thing drag on and kind of do the same because like you could see how that could kind of get like well they won't they who's going to take over this yeah. now like, getting a little a little older it is wild they've, they're ending the show yeah. there's so much more they could it, do it's with the it. most popular sh- like, yeah. crit- like a critically acclaimed show on television I'm I was like, right, thinking where does it rank among the HBO so I was going to say sorry, it's, a Mount Rush- it's a Mount Rushmore show for me I yeah. think like I, The Wire is always I think The Wire one. Sex in the City and Sopranos Oh, just on the HBO. I'm saying period. Like, I think it's one of my four favorite shows of all time by anybody. Oh, wow. Like, I think it's right. It's The Wire. It's like Sopranos. It is really, really good. Breaking Bad, Succession. Something like that. The only issue I have with it is sometimes I just don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Like, when they're talking about, you know, like, this super deep business things and names, I get a little thrown off. But I do think it's definitely, I think, on the HBO Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I mean, mean, and the, the, the acting is as good as it gets. What would you say the HBO Mount Rushmore is? I mean, it's Sopranos, Wire... It has to be Sex and the City. Does it? I mean, Sex and the City is one of the most popular shows of all time. Game of Thrones. I mean, like, yeah, it's more popular. That's what I mean. But again, we're not it's doing tough. most popular. Like, we're doing best, right? Well, that's best the point. is subjective, but yeah. But that's the point. It's well, each you can argue ours. popularity. Like, otherwise, we could just to... look at ratings and say, all right, these are the four biggest shows. I mean, you know I'm down. I know you are, but yeah. that's not the question. Then there's right. no Then there's no question to okay, me. So, then it's right. a list then that I can pull list, out. Yeah. My point is my opinion. Right, right, right. Right? Is the idea. So. Right. As no, no. So I think so. When we're talking about the top four, I do get your point about being subjective and all that stuff. But ultimately, I think any list, regardless of ratings, whatever, has to include The Wire and Sopranos. Oh, I agree. Yeah, those are the. Top and I, two. I personally think Sex and the City has to be on there. We could debate that. Game of Thrones. You're right. I forgot about that one. That yeah, one. I mean, you know. Succession. What might ultimately hurt that it, it was it was short. Yeah, it was, but I actually think that could end up helping it too, especially with rewatches and yeah. this and that. Like, it's super easy, we, it's super we, digestible. You're like, oh, it's only forty episodes or thirty eight episodes. Like, boom, that's great. Re- Instead of like Sex in the City is like uh, yeah. hundreds plus right. or whatever, you know. So we we went back and like kind of rewatched parts of uh, season one. And it is wild how much younger they look, even though it's only been, you know, oh, totally. five or six years. Well, and that was the thing with this season, this is not a spoiler, uh, but it is wild how it takes place over like Seven days or eight days, whatever it is. It's like each yeah, it's like right. a day. About like that. it's like yeah. we're like you know, other she like spanned out time. Whatever. Right. It's like each day. No, is they, like, uh, it's like, they nailed it. They nailed it. They nailed it. Freaking it was very good. It. Yeah, it was really really great. And uh, I'm gonna miss it. I'm legitimately gonna miss. I it. I do wonder anymore. if they'll ever bring it back. I don't think they will. Even like a spinoff. I feel like it'd be so hard. If anything, not to. they would do a spinoff. But like I, the, from what I understand of Jesse Armstrong, the guy who did the show, like I, I think he had a, a story to tell and he told his story and he's going to go on and do the next thing. I would you know? also argue a spinoff is basically just a continuation of the show. It depends. I I, I don't think that's necessarily true. It's a continuation of the world, obviously, right, and in I mean. a way. Yeah, it depends on that. Like in this instance, if they did a continuation of like what Kendall does with the rest of his life or what, like, I think that is not really a spinoff. I get your point that if you now have all the characters. Well, no, I, yeah, I think it depends on who the cat spinoff yeah. is. I mean, like, like Frasier, like Frasier was a character on Cheers, but he wasn't one of the main characters. And then he has a spinoff show with none of the other characters across the country doing a different job, a whole different thing. Like, good point. That doesn't feel like a, a that feels like a spinoff of Cheers, not a continuation of Cheers. I don't even you know think of Frasier as a spinoff. That's my point. Yeah. But it is. It is. Frasier was on Cheers for fifteen years or whatever, right. ten years before he was. A I guess it is. Maybe yeah. it's that. Much. It was something like that. But anyway. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, not fifteen years, but it was something like that. Yeah, Cheers did the last bit. Anyway. That was good. But I would be surprised if they, I think it's gonna be so hard not to. If they don't, I would give them props. It'd be hard not to. I would bet they don't, but I look, I wouldn't be shocked. It's I so think successful. Did, there's so much more to say. Completely outside. Like I think it would be like uh, like you follow like uh, uh, Alexander Skarsgård, and it'd be like a whole right. separate thing or whatever. But I don't know. Either way, really, really great. It was very good. And if great. you haven't watched Succession, watch it. All right. 
Uh, that went on longer than I expected. That was good. Well, uh, hopefully talk to you on Friday. Yes, or later or Thursday, tomorrow. We'll knows, see what yes. it is. Either way, Eagles practice. We'll be back. Until then, he's up, Dan.